one of you is the monster. Monster? They're British, you know. Hello, I'm Chris Denton. And I'm Paul Monk. And we are a, a very, very British, British horror. horror. And uh, as is traditional, Paul is going to finish sipping his tea and tell us what film we're going to be talking about tonight. We're going to be talking about the 1973 film. Uh, it's a Tygon film. Oh, is it? Is it not? Well, it distributed by them. Yes. Okay, all right. Yeah. Um, um, we can. It's it's the creeping flesh. It is the creeping flesh. Yeah, and uh, I managed to distract you quite a you lot did, there. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you you kept on through. You powered on through <laughs> very professionally. So well, well, no, well done. The creeping flesh, which is. Um, you know, we followed on, but last, last, our last episode was Tales from the Crypt, yeah. which was uh, Amicus film that was um, directed by Freddie Francis. <coughs> and um, I just remembered I wanted to cover this one, and this was also a Freddie Francis film, not made that much later, I don't, don't think. Um, obviously, uh, Francis did a lot of these films. But um, I thought now was, the, now was the time. And actually getting hold of it was the first... Issue because historically it's been quite a difficult one to see unless you've been lucky enough to catch one of the TV showings. Yeah. Obviously there aren't any TV showings of this kind of thing now, but uh, this is on the horror channel. But yeah, but you did occasionally get late night. Well, yeah, you used TV, to do that. Yeah, which is what, 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 what we grew up. Well, on. we yeah, videotaping them yeah. late at night and hoping that the video recorder, when you programmed it, didn't knock the first five minutes off or something. <laughs> Yeah, or like the snooker didn't overrun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so um, in the in in the UK, um, this isn't a, currently available on DVD. In in North America, I believe it is. I think there's a okay. region one DVD of it. But it, in in uh, region two, there's um, there's an expensive um, long, um, long long out of. Uh, or whatever they call DVDs, yeah. <laughs> long unavailable, um, but but really quite a good disc from uh, a company called DD who did uh, quite okay. a few. Uh, my um, the Devil's Men disc was them. Okay. Um, but you can get uh, a Spanish version of it um, with English language. You yep. can also get an Italian version of it, Italian language, but. Okay. The English language version is better. That would be good if you want to try and learn other languages. I guess, yeah. yeah. I think it'd probably be quite helpful because it's kind of obvious what they're saying most of the time, <laughs> yeah. I would imagine. <laughs> um, so, um, and the other way, which is the way that, the, that we did it, was you can rent or buy this off Amazon Video. Yeah. It's not Amazon Prime. It's um, like like Amazon's version of. Google Play, which they, yeah, confusingly, I'm sure everyone knows anyway, but Amazon confusingly put their like Netflix service and their Google Play service together. Yes, <laughs> yeah, um, but but was it? And it, it's only SD as well, so it, it wasn't a, uh, it's a standard definition. So so this unfortunately isn't a nice HD transfer that we watched, but um, you know I think we'll probably have to live with that. It's just good enough that you can watch it at all. And a bit better than be um, you know, YouTube bootlegs, which I've never seen personally, but I imagine yeah. they're out there. Yeah. There the or, the, or a crappy VHS copy that we've had copied off BBC yeah. One. Yeah. <laughs> in the late 90s. Uh, yeah. oh, two in the morning. Yeah, those were the days. Um, yeah. So anyway... So that's 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 the mechanics of it, anyway. Um, I I just thought that was interesting because it's just a bit more difficult to get than than than, than normal ones. I mean, every, I mean, if you're in North America, you're probably thinking, "What are these people blathering on about?" But you probably think that anyway. So fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, let's talk uh, a bit more because this is a big film because this is one of the the Cushing and Lee uh, double acts, one of the classic double acts. It's not like one's cameoing or anything. These are the two the two main characters. Um, it's Christopher Lee, then Peter Cushing in the titles, which it always which is, was yeah. by the late, by the early seventies. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, obviously, back back at the start of the, this period, perhaps it was unfairly, always the other way. Perhaps unfairly in this film, though. Uh, I just yeah yeah um, perhaps so yeah. Um, and you think well. Why is that? But I, I suspect, obviously, Cushing was a, a, a bit older. But I think 
um, Lee's Dracula. This was the peak of his Dracula, um, uh, like period of like the one a year. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and I think that that so he was probably the biggest horror star. Certainly the bigger one of the two of them. Well, that. and and hadn't Lee done more career wise as well? This had he done other things at this point? It's quite early seventies, isn't it? Was he? He wouldn't have done. Uh, well, Bond it was film and stuff like that, would he? No, uh, wasn't the Private Life of Sherlock Holmes was around this point, right? Um, but you know, uh, he was he was in the middle of rejecting horror films, but he was best known for them. At this yeah, point. yeah. So, well, yeah. always, always best known for them. Actually, if we're yeah, completely yeah. honest, but um, this was before he went to America because he he obviously when the British film industry collapsed in about seventy four, he decamped to America for a few years, didn't he? Yes, that's, that's right. why you see him in things like Airport seventy five or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, and, um, uh, and nineteen forty one. Apparently, yeah. he doesn't speak a word of English. But he is in it. And it's a Spielberg. It's his big Spielberg yeah, collaboration. Yeah, yeah. I haven't actually watched It's apparently terrible. I haven't That's watched it. That's terrible, isn't it? I've never seen it either. No. Anyway, we should, no. um, we should move on and um, do a bit of the plot. Should we do a bit of the plot? Yeah, why not? Well, because, you know, you've seen the <laughs> film, you know the plot. It's boring. No, no, but we'll do the plot because then we can talk about it, yeah? Because it starts off, the film starts off... Peter Cushing in a lab, yeah, um, having painted a creepy picture of an alien, yes, um, and looking all bedraggled and Doctor Who type. He's a crazy. Scientist. He, he looks, yeah, he looks a bit. Yeah, I thought that. I thought he looked a bit like um, the in this a bit, a bit like the character he plays in uh, the Earth's Core. Yeah, which is a pseudo Doctor Who character, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but he, I think that's and that's a few years later, yeah. as well, isn't it? Um, but he um, and then explains to another Doctor. Um, you know why he he's the only person who can save humanity. Tra la la la, yeah. and then yeah, then he starts to tell his story, which yes. so the main plot of the film is told in in flashback. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we learn that Cushing's uh, his name is Doctor Emmanuel Hilden. Yeah, that's right. And he and he he as the as the the story starts proper, he's just coming back from an expedition in New Guinea. Yeah, uh, where he's found a very exciting specimen, which is a like a complete Neanderthal skeleton, and uh, complete is in all the joints still somehow. He, no, no, he doesn't think it's a Neanderthal, does he? I, I think no, because oh. yeah. Oh no, no, he doesn't think it's a. Yeah, he, he's thinks got it's a he thinks it's a new type of. I think I think he thinks it's a missing link. Yeah, you're right. He does compare it to yes. the Neanderthal yeah, skull, doesn't he? Compares he? The, the brain size, and but I think he thinks it's it's like a, a missing. I think it's part of human evolution, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. Which, which, yeah. Um, and um, he, he he's kind of reunited with his daughter. Yeah. Whose name I forget. Daughter. Penelope. Penelope, of course. Yeah, um, she, she, the, the, the juvenile lead. Yeah. Played by an actress. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Definitely an actress. No, a distinguished Scottish actress, uh, Lorna. I'm going to flick <laughs> here to Lorna. I was L- Lorna Halebron. Right. Yes. Oh, Halebron. I'm not exactly sure how you say it. She's not an actress whose work we've we've seen before. No. I think she's had a. Although looking at her um, career, she obviously has had a long distinguished career. It's been, but um, here she's playing. Uh, we we know this formula. Yeah, juvenile yeah, lead. These are interchangeable, not very interesting characters. Here, yeah, she's yeah. the kind of winsome kind of she's repressed um, repressed. I mean, uh, Professor Hilden has kept her like molly coddled, hasn't he? Just, yeah. In fact, he, he said she's not basically allowed to leave the house. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's kept her sort of prisoner, really. Well, in a, in a, yeah, in a that's house arrest, isn't it? I think that's yeah. technically called. Um, and but but they seem to be quite close anyway, and she's very pleased to see him, and he gets very kind of um, excited about his work and. Um, You'll have to forgive me. I can't remember if um, he spills the water on the skeleton or goes to see his brother first. So that which he let's say he, he spills goes, the water on the skeleton first. Oh yes, yeah, so, yeah, so he's wait. Yeah. Well, does he? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, no, he yeah, does, yeah. yeah. And, and, and it lands on the finger, and and, yeah. and flesh 
grows on it. Yeah. It's quite a nice sequence, I thought. It's, they've obviously done it with a sort of waxy substance and filmed it backwards, played it backwards. Yeah. But I thought that was quite... Oh, even when they melt the wax? Yeah, yeah but yeah. then they play it backwards so it looks like it's forming around the bone, which I thought was quite a good little little effect. Yeah, actually, actually the, the production values aren't that bad. No. I mean... The, you're not, it's not like full on Bray Studios um, when, when they kind of managed to get like, like um, the uh, sumptuousness of like the yeah, 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 yeah. designs of Bray but but it, 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 it's functional you don't think it's it doesn't come across as really low budget apart from one or two places I think yeah. maybe a bit later we'll see but the, actually the special effects are pretty good yeah. and, and I, so I agree with you there and um Obviously, Hilden gets freaked out. He cuts the finger off, doesn't he? He does, yeah. And he takes a like because uh, blood in the there's blood in it, and he looks under the yeah. microscope. Yeah. And, and then there's this kind of ridiculous fate thing about some horrible blood cells, <laughs> and, and 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 yeah. Um, but which he decides, as as a true scientist would, that, <laughs> that they represent pure evil. Yes, obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't quite see how he works that no. out but anyway <laughs> um, I'm not sure how great a scientist he actually is but um, yeah, yeah. Um, but then he, he goes and has breakfast with uh, Penelope and then he's, there's a letter saying, yeah, saying your wife's died yeah. but she's can, been in the asylum for I a long say, time we, we just missed a small but important little point Oh, did we miss Michael Ripper? Yes. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, the the, the 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 supreme character actor of yeah. this whole era. Um, he he does appear again in this film as well. Does he? Yeah. Does he? Okay. Don't <laughs> until we get there. Don't tell me because I didn't see that. So. Well, no, you you wouldn't have seen it. It's his voice. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty. Good. So he dubs over somebody else later on. I can't. Remember. I'm trying to remember which which part it is now. But yeah, but it was really weird because I I remember when I was watching it, I I, I maybe wasn't looking at the screen at that point, and I thought, oh, they've cast Michael Ripper as somebody, some other character. And when I looked up, it was a completely different person. But yeah, apparently he did overdub another actor's voice. Just in the bar or one of the uh, angry... I can't remember. I think he's... Maybe like a policeman or something. But he, he, yeah, but something not, like that. It's not Duncan Lamont. Though, no, no. Oh. no. But that's, I'll tell you, that, that would be really good info if you could just remember which character it was. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that would be the kind be. of thing that you know our listeners would really be interested in. Yeah. It, it I'm really... Be. I didn't write it down in my... Uh, no. My notes, but... Yeah. So anyway, moving on back, before back to the plot. No, no, I really need to know. Really no, well, I will do. But if you carry on with the plot, okay. oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll cover for I you. Can, I, yes. Yeah. Okay. So um, try and uh, so, so find out. Doctor James. No, no, hang on. Professor Emmanuel Hilden, right? That's Peter yeah. Cushing. Goes to the Hilden Institute for the Criminally Insane. Yeah. Uh, where he meets his brother, who is Doctor James Hilden, played by Christopher Lee. And um, they talk about um, the, the tragic death of uh, Marguerite Hilden, who was uh, Cushing's wife. And, um, yeah, she'd been quite mad for, and there was no recovery at the end. And, um, you know, uh, Christopher Lee offers a little bit of sympathy, but then he says, oh, by the way, um, I'm going to win the Richter Prize Um and that's going to mean that I'm the better scientist and that mummy and daddy yeah, thought you so were better and they were wrong and I'm great and you're rubbish and I'm not paying for your stupid expeditions yeah. to New Guinea anymore. So yeah. so you see that these aren't close. These, no. these are, I mean... Um, They're stepbrothers as well, aren't they? I, I, yeah, I think, I, think, I, think, I think you're right, yes. Um, and Or are they? Oh, don't give away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or are they? Exactly, exactly. Um, <laughs> So, anyway, um, did you get the answer for that? Yes. So he, he um, voice dubs over for a, an actor called Larry Taylor, who played the first warder. Larry Taylor. Yeah. The the 
the first Warder. Yeah. Oh yeah, Larry Taylor, Warder One. Martin Carroll played Warder Two. Do you think Martin Carroll? No, he used his own voice. Oh. What's a Warder? <laughs> well, he's in, he's in the he's one of the sort of guards, isn't he? The guard type oh, people. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah, yeah, the uh, like mental health nurses. Yeah, as I think we would call them, but probably yeah, not but in not, the days of bed. Those, <laughs> yeah. those days. Yeah. Okay. No, that's really good. Incidentally, I did you have any idea what gear this was set in? Is it just like a kind of? I was I, I was confused as to what kind of. It doesn't ever say, and but it's sort the, of like a standard. These are always set in nineteen hundred. Yeah, they? sort <laughs> of Edwardian. Yeah, it's all coaches thing. and things. So, yeah. so um, it's. Yeah, Edwardian. Yeah, very yeah. late Victorian or Edwardian. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it doesn't say. It doesn't. It doesn't actually say no, you mean where. Say but you, you, you think it's because of then. Well, so is it? Is it even England? It probably is England, but it's. It, it, yeah, but it, but it's also possibly the kind of weird European hinterland that Hammer and others used at this point. Yeah, because remember, even though it's James Hilden. It's yeah. Emmanuel Hilden, yeah. is, is it, which is a kind of strange. And, and and his wife was a Marguerite French, yeah, uh, sort of cabaret music hall, yeah, exactly performer, yeah. Um, so so she certainly Marguerite was certainly French and not from yeah. whatever. But anyway, uh, it probably probably is Britain. It probably is Britain in the late Victorian or the early. <clears throat> Uh, Edwardian era I say early Edwardian there weren't a lot of Edwardian years to no. choose from but no. anyway nine nine was nine well, there was nine was that right don't know ah it's <laughs> <laughs> not very many it's that kind of 1901 to 1910 I think wedged in yeah. period between yeah uh, 1901 to 1910 would be 10 wouldn't it mm. because 1 to 10 is 10 anyway good counting Chris <laughs> so <laughs> anyway let's let's move on um, yeah. Um, so, so, more stuff. Uh, I tell you what. Then, then, it, then. Um, so you, you kind of think maybe uh, Cushing's the goody and yeah, uh, Lee's the baddie. But then, but then Cushing does well, something they're, they're extraordinarily both doing, stupid. They're both sort of um, up to something. Seem to be having secret experiments on. Well things I mean Cushing thinks he can make a cure for evil and he works yeah, on a vaccine inoculation against he, evil he's trying to work on a, a vaccine and he's got a monkey to experiment on yeah, yeah. and he thinks he's done it and he injects the monkey and he thinks and then he does a blood test and, and uh, although he doesn't know what the hell he's looking at he no. still goes yes it's proof that I've yeah, worked yeah. a cure for evil yeah and, and um, look it sells with little wiggly legs on and then like Cells with no wiggly legs on, and, and, I, and I'm watching it, thinking, "What's the difference between a monkey and an evil monkey?" <laughs> I'm not exactly sure. Yeah, and, and I, you know, it's not. It's, not, it's yeah, it's not a very good scientist because, like, yeah, how do you define evil? You think first you'd have to properly define evil. Like, yes, this this is evil, and clearly this this skeletony thing is evil. Um, for no real good reason, and clearly, if that is evil, even if it did inoculate against it, you'd think it would only work against that particular type of evil. What's to say it's going to work against all evil? It's just nonsense. He's just yeah. I mean, it's it's not very convincing science, and I think he he, he he doesn't follow like good practice about testing his theories and looking no. for evidence and stuff. No, no. In fact, he just. In, Comes up with a crazy potion and injects the monkey with it. And he comes up with that, even though he's just seen flesh magically grow round a finger. With that's he's not interested in that. But no, he's not. In fairness, in fairness, he thinks it's evil because he's got some old New Guinea book that tells him. Tells him it's evil. Yeah, yeah. And and what better textbook to refer to? Um, But you know, okay. So then he gets all. Scared about Penelope because she's like, oh, um, she breaks into her mother's old room and starts yeah. dressing up as her and playing. So, the piano so we like need, to need to say that her her mother was a, um, as we said before, a music hall 
sort of entertainer. Not a very good one, because they do a little flashback and she does some fairly crappy dancing. <laughs> just involved showing her lower part of her legs a lot. Yeah, and but it's, it's Which is obviously a bit bit sexy. But, the, um, but the, there's quite a good kind but, of montage yeah. of showing her go from this glamorous dancer to going completely and mad she, and she being dragged basically, away. She's she's gone a bit bonkers and gets dragged away to the the asylum and, and, and Cushing's character's a, a bit obsessed by uh, but notice, worried about the fact she's going to but notice daughter might she change. goes mad. She doesn't go evil. No. So and but he, he but Cushing's worried that the, the madness is, it is might be hereditary. hereditary and that's why he's been so overprotective of yeah. his daughter. But, but his Just an interesting fact here. Is it, from a certain point in the 1970s, is it like, does it have to be that Cushing, any character he plays, that that, that character's wife has to have died? Oh, it's so painful. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, obviously, you, you, obviously just like with Tales from now. the Crypt... And it's all it's always like Peter Cushing yeah. going, "Oh, my wife's died. I'm really sad about and, it." And we're thinking, "That's exactly that's exactly what's happened to you, and exactly how you yeah. feel." And it's like, yeah. "Oh, it's so raw." And, you know, <laughs> yeah, but but it seems like it almost becomes a bit of a contractual thing that if he, any any film from about 1973 or I just I just don't think it was no one no one that, that they go yeah right. Peter, yes, you're playing the person who's, uh, whose really? wife died that you you're tragically never got over. Can Could you do that? <laughs> it really cannot have been good for him. No. no, it's awful. Yeah, I, I really actually felt like I've seen enough of this. And yeah. It, it just wasn't yeah. fair. I mean, I think maybe because we've seen a couple in a row where, where he's been. But these like aren't that, even the only ones. But we've, been, we've had others. In, and and, and they are all from. And they're all the, from that early 70s. Yeah, yeah they period. are. It, it's just. Oh, no. I mean, arguably, and I would argue this, he's, act, he's actually gives a lot of his finest performances in this era. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. another really like, oh, yeah, great he's, performance. He's superb. But. But you know, it's because it's sort of method acting. It's yeah. well, accidental uh, method. It's, it's just not fair. <laughs> but um, and, yeah. But um, yeah. Anyway, I, I, I mean, agree. I find it very uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but he, he he's actually generally superb. I, I think just it's just obvious from that very o- bit right at the beginning where he's the kind of slightly crazed older version of his character, and then it flips to the the young slightly. Younger version, yeah, no, really good, and a change in that. I don't, th- I don't think brilliant. he was. But I think I don't think he was always as good as that. No. His his slightly earlier films, when he was um, like more likely to be either like uh, like a Baron Frankenstein or even the hero. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he's he's actually I, I find him the- a bit theatrical because that was his that was his yeah, background, yeah, yeah. wasn't it? Originally, yeah. and, 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 but he uh, he definitely in the later period gets gets really really good. Yeah. But he, I don't. But I'm not sure he's always as good. I know some a load of people will now be thinking I'm idiot. I don't know what I'm talking about. But I think if, like in films like um, Sword of Sherwood Forest, yeah, his death scene in that is, is just like that's the kind of the kind of um, exaggerated theatrical death scene yeah, yeah, yeah. that gets very widely parodied. Yeah, yeah. And that, that I mean, he, he's good in that, and then, but it, it's it. it you know he's yeah. he's knocked off the theatrical <coughs> edges by the time we get to this like yeah the, this this period here I think uh, um, I don't I love Peter Cushing by the way please don't write in to say <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm calling him ham that's not what I'm saying <laughs> yeah <laughs> right um, anyway uh, so yeah the, so go this 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 distress that we see him in yeah causes him to think I know. I'll protect Penelope by giving her the antidote to evil, yeah. and and in his state, He's not realizing that that, that that you know she she's not at risk of evil; she's at risk of madness. Yeah. Yes, I yeah. mean it's not like all medical now, conditions are the same medical condition. You can't anyway. So and again, again, without skipping to the end, is this whole notion of like because this is a bit where he kind of rather in a, a fairly kind of slightly loopy way goes on about this new paradise without evil oh yeah uh, he, he does uh, yeah. for, for now that's a little bit crazy sounding yeah. so without 
obviously skipping to the end just yet. Well, he doesn't. I mean, Does, what he says also I wrote makes down, very little no, sense. Also, I wrote scientist. down that, that Cushing's new paradise idea sounds like Brexit. That's what I wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Bold promise with no details of how it would work. There we go. <laughs> That's a good bit of contemporary commentary. <laughs> so there we go. See, it's, it's, it's social commentary on it. Any, anyway. But yes, but it does make me think that actually, although this, that science is just really stupid and makes no sense whatever, but is that deliberate? Could be. No, it's uh, good. Um, I, I, but what happens after... Um, the next day, basically, yeah. you find the monkey dead. Uh, there's, a, there's an assistant, a guy called Waterloo, uh, yeah. Waterloo, yeah. or something like that. He's not a very important character, but he finds the yeah. um, the, the monkey dead uh, and go and looks at his blood and think an evil's taken over and goes, "Oh yeah. thank goodness, we never gave this yes to any, to human. any human being." And uh, there's a bit <laughs> exactly <laughs> yes, uh, and and uh, Jack, uh, Emmanuel Hilden's a bit like oh, and of course, and then his daughter's she's she's gone, yeah, she's run, she's run away, yeah, and um, we cut to her um, going into town. Well, uh, before this, there's there's a, a a psycho guy that's escaped from the rather. Lack security in the asylum as well, which it also happens in Tales from the Crypt, didn't it? The the yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and he he's he's escaped and gone missing, and there's a whole sequence where yeah. Yeah. another inmate manages to just randomly open the door for no good reason, <sighs> and, and um, Chris Lee shoots, shoots him, in the him several Shoot times in, in the back. Yes, lots of times. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then he says some, some, something like right that's how you well he doesn't actually say this yeah. he's just, he, just like right that's how you deal with escapees I think it's, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah yeah, pretty much um, yeah <laughs> that's a really cool scene <laughs> <laughs> I did find kind of um, Christopher Lee's character quite quite funny I don't know if oh, he's got that he's got a classic line which is on IMDB is the top quote from the film which yeah. he says something like it's really annoying you're not allowed to experiment on humans <laughs> yeah because um, we, we do see that his research is going badly. No, yeah. Yeah, so, so yeah, the line is, unfortunately, in the state of society as it exists today, we are not permitted to experiment on human beings, normal human beings. <laughs> but, yeah, so you've got that heavy undercurrent yeah. of malpractice. <laughs> um, yeah. But it, and that's actually quite a clunky line, but he it deli- is, delivers but, but, it really, really well. Yeah, know? I always think um, I always think he was an underrated and excellent actor in his own right. Yeah, really, and he does really wonders with that dialogue. Um, yeah, because he's bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, but but he manages to layer on some quite good. You know, he he's not just playing himself. He's got like the resentment and the ambition that's yeah. driving him. Uh, it makes it. It makes it quite. It makes him a good foil for Christian's character. And um, anyway, I want to go back now because yeah, I sorry, because this, this is you. where I think the budget is stretched a little too far. Because yeah. um, we we've been basically in the asylum and we've been in uh, the the Hilden household. So you yeah, know, yeah. classic locations. But but then we go into a, some city yeah. and, and it's like. Okay, well, we're not going to obviously we produce uh, nineteen hundred Victorian London or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so uh, we got a tavern. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and we got a street, and that's yeah. <laughs> that's what we got. And um, so, so it's a warehouse as well. I think that's basically the same as the, <laughs> that's just one side <laughs> of the street. <laughs> well, it's opposite the tavern, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but it is a different place. <laughs> yeah, but we're not we're not talking about world building here, are we? We're talking no, about no. Uh, yeah, all right. So um, and they get the value out of the the, the tavern because uh, Penelope goes in Penelope. Yeah, it's Penelope. And, and um, yeah, she won't pay for a drink. Some rake pays for it. Hoping yeah. to seduce her. Then he tries to uh, assault her. So that's quite a that's quite a rough scene. 
for one of these types of films, I thought. Well, um, so I, I don't think it was viewed as seriously that that kind of assault then as it is now in cinematic terms. Right. So, um, you, you know, because... Um, Frank, there, there are other occurrences in British horror of it, like yeah. uh, that Frankenstein uh, must be destroyed. destroyed. Where Cushing yeah. does it? Yeah, it's it's just like um, I, I I honestly I honestly just don't think they know what they're just, doing just, when they yeah. include stuff like this in these old yeah, films. Yeah, well, it's, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's probably all right. Early seventies. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I mean, I, I it's, it's it's a. But I found it a bit uncomfortable, I have to say. No, I, I, I did. I absolutely. It, it, yeah, it was. It felt like did. it was done with a lot more force than. Um, so, but uh, she. I mean, she like fights him off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and, and 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 you know, but that's again, that's not. Even though she's allegedly evil by this point, that yeah. isn't evil. She's she's, no. she's fighting off someone who is oh, evil. No, she's, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think she isn't fully evil then. Uh, well, no, evil is no. getting to her. Yeah, but because uh, then she goes downstairs and um, someone she does she's dancing quite happily, but then someone like a sailor or something tries to yeah like uh, molest her, and um, she kills him. <laughs> I think uh, the, the sort of yeah, but I think that the, what they're trying to do this sequence is show her that behaving like a mother basically, aren't they, with her dancing and that kind of thing? I think yeah, so, so which is. It's really hard to unlayer this because it's like. So was her mother evil and not mad? Maybe madness is evil. If, yeah. Is that is, is yeah. madness? Well, but the the thing the thing about madness being evil is some, something that's developed a little bit because yeah, uh, yeah uh, when when uh, Christopher Lee gets hold of this and can see because she she he does in a minute um, uh, and he looks under the microscope. And he goes, oh yeah, I recognise this from some of our more serious patients. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's it's like the evil yeah. virus is a it was real. The, thing. It was the connected with violence, though, wasn't it? That, yeah, that yeah, yeah. Uh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, but again, the, well, she she smashes a bowl and cuts on the throat. But yeah. but the, the guy has like assaulted her again. And not, yeah. not, I mean, um, so I'm not saying he deserved to be killed, but she's. Yeah. It's 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 like it's it's like um, morally she's she's not at this point she hasn't really she's not really done anything that that that, that you would say was caused by an evil virus as opposed to no you know no. you know be caused. By I guess the only thing is, is that she's just very uh, very different from how she was before. It's, it's, does it's her like, hair colour change? Yeah, yeah, she's oh, yeah, it does. I think she yeah. I watched this with my wife, and that was the thing that completely freaked my wife out. It's like, why is she, why is she a brunette now? Yeah, I, I, I because brunettes are evil. I don't I, know. I, I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> no, um, it yeah, it does change. Because uh, I was sort of thinking, uh, if they changed the actress or something, it sort of wasn't just. No, kind it's of a kind of it's a kind of Jekyll and Hyde thing. Yeah, um, but kind of not 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 really. Um, Obviously, by the way, everyone in the pub no. takes the against her, so yeah. she's chased out. And well, there's a big fight first, where where obviously isn't there? Yeah, but the pub she where, But the, where the, that's destroyed, and then they all chase her, and then the uh, well, the other guy turns up, doesn't he? The psychotic bloke from his escape from the asylum. They don't mind him so much. No, they're all right <laughs> with him. He's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, his name is. He's got, he's got even, this, even though he does he's got try to kill one of the kind of yeah, but, but he, at least he's not a, at least he's not a woman. That seems to be the basis. Well, yeah, so <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, um, so yeah, Charles Lenny, played by an actor called Kenneth J. Warren, who's uh, mute and and bald. Yeah, yeah. the character's mute. I don't yeah, know. And, and, and bald and um, like that. What's his name? Tor Johnson, the guy from yeah, the, yeah from. Plan Nine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a bit of that vibe yeah, going on, but yeah. randomly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. So, I'm not even. I think like, like that because she goes, she runs away, um, and she ends up hiding in the same place 
either the warehouse, warehouse across, across the road, the road. yeah. And, and, and of course, uh, Lenny's hiding there too. And then, and, and, and then she murders Lenny. Yeah. Just pushes him out yeah. the window. Cause just, now that was just for the hell of it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and then she gets arrested uh, by the mob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, 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 but <clears throat> taken to the asylum, which is, of course, yeah. um, Christopher Lee's asylum. And yeah. he and he he does the blood test and goes and does all that stuff we just talked about and then he he does what anyone would do when confronted by a psychopathic murderer he uh, t- takes around to his brother's house and yeah, <laughs> <obviously>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so he, he take he, t- he takes her back to um, to um, Cushing's house and goes look. You know, you think, oh, I know you've been experimenting on her, so I'm going to blackmail you into giving me your research so I can use it to win this prize that I want. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and it's quite a fair deal, frankly. And Cushing's and got his daughter back, but he's not, he doesn't bite. Um, he just chucks okay. Christopher Lee out of his house. Yeah. Uh, but he has to then, well, he can't do anything. He, can't, he, he, um, he basically can't do anything. He's got a murderous, evil daughter up. Upstairs, yeah, yeah. he's got no yeah, idea how to cure exactly. her. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Christopher Lee sends uh, some kind of some dodgy bloke, yeah, back to to steal the skeleton. Steal the skeleton, yeah. And uh, Waterloo is murdered. Yeah. Uh, and uh, by the dodgy bloke and uh, um, the skeleton. Oh, he, he gets they, the they get the skeleton. They get the skeleton they get out, out of the, the carriage where where um, and they put a Jones. nice nice cloak on it. Yeah, 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 yeah they do. Yeah, they, well, it's, it's, like, it's like a cowl, isn't it? It's got a hood yeah, yeah. Well, it's, you know, just to disguise it in case anyone sees this. What's that? It's a bit weird skeleton. with a oh, huge it's, skeleton. It's, it's, no, yeah. at least it's not naked. No, no, it's just my just just <laughs> my my mate. He's a bit quiet. Yeah, he's just yeah. Um. So um, anyway, then then lots of really cool like, <coughs> action stuff happens. Basically, yeah, this is about when it gets good. Yeah, um, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> more good, gooder, even no. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, Penelope escapes. She murders yeah, the yeah. maid, escapes, um, and the the carriage. It falls over and it starts well, to rain. Well, it, it, it started to rain before that. Yeah, yeah. So, then, but the rain's then, ominous. Yeah, so it's, it's ominous. ominous. So because you know, we you know, know it's going to rain on the skeleton. Just in case you've forgotten it, they replay the little bit of dialogue that Cushing yeah, said. Uh, we did this a few times in the in the film, don't they? But remember, remember that scene the, the, two minutes ago? Let's yeah, have with the audio the, again. Yeah, <laughs> where, where the, the the rain. That was it. The <laughs> sky. Whatever yeah. it was, oh yeah, yeah, or whatever it was. The tears, the tears. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it reanimates the whole the creature, and and the creature then kills the coachman. Yeah. Uh, but it's all right because Christopher Lee's got away, and then the creature goes back to the house. Yeah. Um, and um, he goes after Cushy. Penelope lets it in. Yeah, yeah, because you know, evil, evil loves yeah. evil, and yeah, yeah. See, I thought there was going to be some like weird. Weird sort of creepy like attraction thing between her and the monster, and no, I had this kind pull, of Jeremy pull, Kyle situation pull, no, in my head. No, you were just like, I'm dating an ancient um, Papua New Guinea monster. It could have at thing. this point turned into a nice, really wacky romantic comedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even though they're probably quite well suited to each other, both being. Really evil. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, well, they'd be all right if one of them was an accident because they've got the same blood type. So yeah, indeed. So um, that's good. But uh, unfortunately, that's not the case. There's no, um, you know, like matchmaking. No, no. Um, no, the creature just wants to go after Cushing to basically revenge himself. Well, he wants his finger back. I don't. I don't. No, he's not after that. He wants his finger back. Oh yeah, but he does want his but, finger but back. But Cushing's burnt it on the fire. So, so then it's revenge. Where I wrote the, about the prop, I wrote barbecue dildo for the prop because it does look a bit like that. Yeah, because the, the creature's obviously big, so its fingers are really big. So it does look a bit dodgy. It does. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I believe it does. Yeah, I, I noticed. There's a that. point at the beginning where where, where Cushing's holding it and it's wiggling around. Like, oh, I noticed it too. I noticed yeah. it. 
Anyway, so. I, I, I think that was probably slightly ill. It's not. It's not a bad special effects. It's just maybe ill considered. <laughs> well, yeah, but then you know those those sorts of things didn't happen in the seventies, did they? People were, 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 didn't use marital aids. Okay, Paul, let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, so he's after his finger. Because yeah. he's advances on Cushing. He's not out to get him. And we know we know that he doesn't... He's not out to kill Cushing. No, he just wants... He just, he so just, he just wants his finger. He holds his finger up. No, no, but I, I, see, my interpretation is not, I want my finger back. It's like, you took my finger, now I'm taking yours. That, that was my... Yeah, inter- yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but I think he would have been happy if his finger was still kicking around. I think, I think you're right. Then the monster would have just been, yeah, okay, I'll have that. Cheers. I think, I think that's right. Because he, he, after he, after he chops off Cushing's, so I don't think the monster is evil, but he is. He's it, not. He's just a bit annoyed because he's had his finger lobbed off, and he just wants to go and get that back. You'd want to do that if like you you someone had pinched one. But of he's your... got the evil virus. <laughs> he's not evil. <laughs> he just wanders back to the house. He's not evil or mad. Yeah, he, he, does, he, he just bangs on the door, so he doesn't even smash his way in. He someone does. He does knock in. on the door. That's right. <laughs> he does. Someone lets polite. him in. He's quite polite. <laughs> and, you know, he can't really speak. But then he goes upstairs and tries to find. Um, you know, he knows his fingers up there somewhere. Uh, he's trying to find, and then he's trying to communicate because a bit where he holds his hand up and he, he's got his finger missing. So he's trying to say to to Cushing's character, "Look, I just want my finger back." I don't think that's what he's saying. I think he's saying I'm going to get. No, I don't think he is. Your finger. This is why. No, I don't think. I don't think he is. I think think the monster's misunderstood. (laughs) The monster's very well realised, though. Yeah, I like. I like it. It looks pretty cool in the in the cape, actually. I think. Yeah, I'd say it's quite 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 well done. Not that you know, not that putting in a cape makes it easier to hide some of the (laughs) the the sort of uh, monster effects and. Means you don't have to show that much of it, other than that. Well, I know, but, but that that leaves face. the rest of it to your imagination, which is what, what what's how it should work. That's it's a really there's a really silly point of view shot though from, from oh. the monster's view. Yeah, this bit which which really doesn't work. I and, think that's ah, take... oh, but but this is isn't this Freddie Francis from the skull? He did the skull, didn't yeah, he? yeah, yeah, which had the same shot, yeah, but didn't it? it? That sort of worked okay in that. But no, it it, well, well, did it? I don't know. I can't remember. I think we probably said it was rubbish. Okay, then. but it doesn't. But the thing is, <laughs> it doesn't work because you see the inside of the front of the face, and there's blood mm. dripping down. And, it, and it's probably, I mean, in and of itself, it's quite cool, but it just looks like it's a mask. It doesn't, it's not, it's not like, it, do, it, do, it doesn't look like it's a mask over the camera. Yeah. Because obviously, like, we've got eyes now, Paul. We can't yeah. see our skull. No, so. exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it just looks, it just <laughs> yeah. looks stupid. Yeah, I, I agree with you. That is bad. And, and it's, a, it's a rare, like, bum note, really. Because, um, <clears throat> and, and, and there's also another weird bit in that where, where, uh, the monster goes up to the, the room and Cushing's kind of really scared and he's locked the door and mm. he's holding against the door and trying to get it in. And then all of a sudden, he can't control his hand and his hand... Oh, it's like the monster's it's compelled like the monster's him to do it. the compelled him to do it, which... Where's that? that I don't really know where that's come from. It just seemed a bit out of the blue. A little bit random. Well, I, no, you're right. Yeah. I, I don't know, it's just to get the door open, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it was the necessity of the But plot. again, though, you know, the monster could have batted it down. He's still like... He has a bit of respect for property, at least. I don't think the monster damages any property yeah. throughout the film. He, 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 Yeah, he doesn't. I don't think... Yeah. He doesn't burst out of the carriage or anything. It's just... My, 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 he's, he's pretty law-abiding, apart from yeah. he does kill someone. My... my, my uh, Betting on this was that the, the house was going to end up on fire, and I was very wrong because there was a bit of an emphasis on a few occasions on fires. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, it's going to end up burning down, but it didn't. It didn't it? Doesn't burn down? No. Um, instead, what happens is we go back to the present, don't we? Yeah. And and we see um, Cushing explaining the what well, the the that he needs uh, help in his. Yeah, eternal battle against evil, and the other doctor saying, the other "Yeah, doctor we are." Puts his lab coat on, and we are, we are helping you, yeah, professor. Because that's what we do at the 
held in asylum, yeah. and and uh, then the, the and then you realise that the, the, the why the room was so sparse and white because I wrote that down at the beginning. It's like yeah, this lab's a bit sparse and a bit white, and yeah, it's a cell. Looks a bit and, and cheap. The, and then uh, the real, the uh, the real Doctor Hilden, yeah. yeah. Um, Christopher Lee comes in and says, "Yes, uh, he's quite mad. He thinks he's my brother, and he thinks that woman there's his daughter, and yeah. there's another patient who's yeah. um who's crazily banging yeah. us to the bars." Yeah. And um, how long has he been with you, Professor? Oh, uh, three years ago. Uh, because I remember distinctly because that's the year I won the Richter Prize. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and then we get another cut back to Cushing, yeah, who's saying, "Help me, help and, me!" And that's where we see. And then we see missing a finger. Yeah. Okay, and that's the end of the film. It's quite a good ending. It's quite powerful. It's, it's great. It's a great ending. Mm. So it's quite a downbeat film, but it then, is. but then, and it's pretty bad on Penelope. I have to say, <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, you know, I think that's a wavy line there. That's a weird wavy line. I'm looking at Audacity thinking, well, I, okay. hope, that, I hope that comes out okay. <laughs> oh, well. Um, <laughs> yeah, so so from this ending then, there's 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 different ways of interpreting it. I.e. that they're absolutely correct. And Cushing's character is just some loony who, who thinks all of this has happened to him and was real, which then also explains any inconsistencies in his story. I, I, the sort of like unreliable narrator, or, or, it, or it is true, and and um, or it is true, or there's there's another kind of. Um, <clears throat> so so hang on, if it is true, then um, Christopher Lee's character has then st- imprisoned his his, his brother, brother, stolen all his research, which is used to win, which is ring, used, and possibly even surprise. used I, that on his brother. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, so. and then of course that then that means that the evil creature has been roaming the, the, the yeah, land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so still still out there. Somewhere. Maybe he's been you know, wreaking evil. Maybe that's how the first world war started. Maybe oh, that's maybe. how X Factor started. Well, you maybe. don't know. <laughs> at all. He could. He could have uh, alternately. He could have settled down somewhere, a nice nice little cottage. Well, yeah, but his soulmate's stuck in this prison. Yeah, maybe, but you know. We could find someone else. There's someone else in there. It's, it's all just... If you're violently crazy, then you've got that same blood, haven't you? So well, he just finds another violently crazy person. Mm. Settles down. Yeah, whichever way you look at it, it ends quite nicely for the monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's <laughs> right. Well, except if he didn't exist at all. That's the Well, n- that's no loss, no foul. No, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> no So, yeah, I think, I think it's left ambiguous. I don't think you, you know either yeah. way. I think you're supposed to sort of think... I think what they're trying to do is that with, with um, Christopher Lee's little bit at the end, he says, uh, you know, oh, he, he's quite mad, etc., etc. And you can take that as red, and then it tries to kind of uh, sort of almost flip it round again with Cushing and the missing finger. But there's nothing to say that he didn't have a missing finger all along for some entirely different reason. So um, that's true. Now this device, the uh, is, is it real or isn't it real kind of thing, is the turn of the screw. Yeah, and and, and that's or M Night Shalaman, or however you say his surname. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he, yeah, turn of the screw, Henry James. Um, yeah, yeah, and um, Six Sense. Yeah. That. <laughs> oh, I'm not even going to go there. I'm just going to say, um, I think it's very. I think. It, I mean that's kind of a big literary mystery. Yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah. Is she mad? Is are yeah. there really ghosts? Oh, I say <clears> mad. It's not. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's what they would have said. Yeah. Um, but here, I would lean towards the interpretation that uh, Cushing isn't making it up. <clears> he's been trapped there by his evil brother. Okay, I like the making it up ones. So I'm going to go for that. Okay, that's. We should, Christopher we should, Lee is oh, also a, an evil genius. We should have a poll. We, we should do, shouldn't we? Do a poll. Is, yeah, we should do that. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit of a spoilerific poll, but we should definitely yeah. do it. I'll be interested to know. Yeah. Um, and, okay, so some, some, some final things then, um, because we just got through the plot, haven't we? We have, um, yeah. I did, I, I, you did your brilliant Michael Ripper research, which has been really excellent, and obviously <laughs> um, it's contributed to the... Um, 
you know everyone's understanding of the film but I've, I've, I've done something as well that's okay. like, like more than just read from read out the Wikipedia page yeah. right um, <clears throat> so I, I saw something completely unrelated but this week on, on a, a 2000D forum yeah. uh, a user called Small Blue Thing had just okay. said um, I, I remember seeing Horror Express and The Creeping Flesh um, was it ever shown as a double bill so yeah. like someone yeah. had some reason why he thought they'd been shown together and I was kind of thought thought Actually, that would be a really rubbish double bill because the films are too Very similar. too yeah. similar to each other. That yeah. would be quite like okay, this is the same plot again. Cause, you know, I can maybe guess where this is going. But but so I looked up because obviously, uh, obviously, back in the old days, um, films were generally were often paired, weren't they? Yeah, I'm not yeah, so yeah, exactly yeah. sure the mechanics of it, but the double bills was a very common thing, wasn't yeah. it? So I thought, well, what was this on a double bill with? And so I looked. And uh, no, uh, in cinemas it, it was a Mario Bava film. Okay. Called uh, uh, Blood Brides, or uh, but <laughs> okay. that's not the one with Karloff in, is it? Uh, no, no, no. It doesn't have anyone. Okay. It's. Um, I know he. I think he did one with Karloff. In, I think. No, because this was seventy-one. Yeah. All right. After died, but. Um, but then I was thinking, well, okay, a Mario Bava kind of Euro horror film, and it seems to be about some serial killer who goes after um, women in wedding dresses. <laughs> okay. And I, I'm like, I'm not really sure that that's any better a choice than Horror Express. Maybe I'd probably just watch Horror Express yeah. with this one instead. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's a, that's a different kind of horror. So, I mean, I, I know that that... That was, that was popular too, but I think by by that point, yeah. like Euro horror maybe moved away from the style of horror. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. We had actually. I'll so I was sure that you were going to say that it was actually shown in a double bill with Horror Express. Then no, that no. would have been a much better. I and I actually I actually looked to see what, yeah. what Horror Express was double bill okay. with, and um, about. <laughs> I, I don't know how accurate this, this stuff is, yeah, because I'm basically just finding posters and Google <coughs> searches. Yeah. Because no, no one seems to actually like, catalogue no. this information anyway. No. It's not on IMDb or anything. But, um, uh, yeah, Horror Express, uh, certainly, as far as the posters goes, was paired with a film called The Godfather of Harlem. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's, that seems an obvious choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah, so maybe those two films. Maybe they do just Horror, Horror Express, Creeping Flesh, both really good. They just belong together, probably. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why you know people remember seeing them together. Just, yeah, they've got the same basic idea, haven't they? And yeah. and, and both towering double acts, Cushing and Lee. Yeah. Obviously, they're um, allies in Horror Express. And yep. in, in the adversaries in this, but it doesn't make a lot of difference. No, I tell you no. why I like Creeping Flesh all and, the way and through. Christopher Lee has a moustache in both. That's an important contribution. Just <laughs> <laughs> um, saying it adds to the sim- similarities. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I guess yeah. I, this clean-shaven look is maybe it's just like what is Dracula doing there? Maybe he's yeah, disguising yeah. that. Um, anyway. Um, Oh, I, was, I was on. I was on a really big like. Oh, sorry. I can't. Oh, I don't even know. Oh God, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to listen to this back to to know what. Are we talking about talk. Horror Express? And you were talking about them being a towering double act. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Which, 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 <coughs> well, maybe these, maybe these are even possibly the best examples of that. I mean, mm. um, I was saying that if they're against each other. Or yes, uh, um, <laughs> on each other's side, it doesn't make too much difference as to whether the film's going to be any good or not. I think they felt that they worked better against each other, but Horror Express is yeah. brilliant. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but no, so what I was going to say, and I've just recaptured my train of thought, fantastic, great news for everyone, is... is oh, fuck, I've lost it. Oh, I said the bad, I've the bad word. Oh, no, I'm losing it completely. Um why I like the creeping flesh all the way through is because 
the depth of their characters. Yes. That's the reason. Um, I, they just draw me in and I just like the way they do it. And it doesn't feel like... Uh, it's, I mean, it's good direction by Freddie Francis, but it, do, it doesn't feel like it's um, a chore to watch just because of them, basically. Yeah. See, so I mean, I, they carry this film. Yeah. They? See, I, I felt that it had a... A really good beginning, and then there was a lot of kind of dull stuff with in the middle, and I, I did lose a bit of interest, and then it all got good again at the end. But well, I was thinking, a little bit, of me was thinking, well, when's the creature going to actually start doing some stuff? When's it actually going to? I don't really want to know. I'm not all that interested in his daughter going bonkers. Oh, but it's and it's a bit. But like, that, that makes it so dark, though. Yeah, it I does. Know. It does. Um, yeah, but I, I think those are the least successful scenes. That yeah. I, 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 the stuff with Lenny and, and yeah. in, in the in the poorly realised <coughs> city. Okay, that's quite bad. Yeah. Um, but oh, we do see we do see we mentioned him earlier. We do see Duncan Lamont. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a police, he doesn't do an awful lot though, does he? It, it was, it was just one of these generic roles. That He's quite good though. He has he has a really good voice. He has one of those voices that I could kind of listen to. Yeah, but sort of reading any old rubbish, which is more or less what happens here, because <laughs> the role of the police inspector it's, it's often totally in these unnecessary. Films, it, it, or, or they're just a bit and bumbling, aren't exactly, they? Exactly, because useless. Of, yeah, and that's what we get here. Yeah, just, just completely ineffective and make the wrong decisions all the time, um, and often played by very recognisable people, like from from yeah. the uh, second eleven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's not no nice to see him. Um, but really, this is a Cushing and Lee show thing, and uh, I think it's I, I do. It's not it's not really good. It's not like the, but it's good. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's IMDb ratings like six out of ten. I think <coughs> this is a solid eight personally. Yeah, see, I'd think more on the six side. I don't know. It just kind of tailed off. I think the yeah, performances are great. That's not what you said. Not up, but it's in the middle. <laughs> Sagged in and, then, the middle. <laughs> and then at the end, it gets really good, and at the beginning, uh, I, it's quite interesting. And I, you're right. That, that maybe that, maybe that bit in the middle is the longest amount of time we, where where either Cushing or Lee aren't on the screen. I think that's it. I so think I think maybe right. that's that's has something that's right. to do with it. Yeah, but there was there was a point I was getting a wanted them to just kind of get on with it a bit. Sort of thinking, You've yeah. got to pad it out to ninety minutes, like one minute's running time. And taking yeah. it back to tales from the crypt, of course, uh, they don't have to do that with their twenty minutes. No, exactly. You can just get it out there, get to the point, and then on to the next one. Yeah, but, it's a bit harder. It's a bit harder, yeah. uh, and maybe maybe Freddie Francis was, you know, maybe his because he he's a great um, director of photography, wasn't he? Um, yeah. Um, but maybe his forte as a director was, was more the shortest. One, one of the, the facts on IMDb states that he was a last-minute replacement for Don Sharp on this film. Yeah, see, I, Don Sharp, whom, if memory serves, is the guy that directed Kiss of the Vampire, yeah. which is not one of the Hammer no. films I like much. So, uh, I, I, you know, I'm all right with that. Yeah. But then we talked about this... Um, this isn't a Hammer film. It's not an Amicus film. It's it's not even a British Taiwan film, okay. although they ended up distributing it. Right. It, it's just some company called World Film World Film Service. Okay. And it's like written by two guys never heard of, produced by yeah, a guy yeah. never heard of. That's what I thought. So, I didn't know any of those names. I, I think this is someone just going, oh, I'd like to make a horror film. <laughs> yeah, I like horror films. Uh, I've got yeah. some money. Um, get me Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee's agent. <laughs> Will you do a horror film? Well, you give me a thousand quid. Yes. Well, yes, then. <laughs> sort of like someone's folly, almost. Well, you know. Yeah, fair enough. That probably is that. Uh, yeah. Um, so, but I, I mean, I'll, full, all credits them. <laughs> that's probably right. That's probably what I'd do as well. <laughs> I'd uh, probably do exactly that thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, uh, I don't have anything else to say on this. No, thing. I don't really. So. Uh, we'll wrap but up the hour mark um, but if you do have a, anything to say anything to say social media is the way yeah. to express that we, opinion you can contact us on Twitter where we're at Very Brit Horror yeah or you can con- find us on Facebook where we're just a Very British Horror 
Yeah. Just search for us on there, or you can contact us by via email yeah. at gmail dot com. And if you want to leave a review on iTunes, if that's still a thing, uh, iTunes is almost certainly do that. Still do a that thing. as well. That's good. Yeah, really uh, like and reviews. Um, um, yeah, do, do, and you can do all sorts of. That's probably the most you can do, really. Actually, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, well, we'll just go. We'll just go. We'll probably yeah. be back with another. Yeah, we'll, another. we'll 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 let you know what we're doing next. But yeah, but until until that point, I have been Chris Denson, and I'm still Paul Monk. Good night.